a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, Utah is getting some national attention. Rivals has arrived. All right, welcome into the old program here. It's Rivals. He's Jason Buck. I'm Scott Mitchell. And uh, the old Utah Utes, their football team's doing pretty good this year. Killing it. Killing it. And... uh, I, I hate to say I told you so, but I did tell you so, and it's documented. A year ago, I said that the University of Utah football team would be in the college football playoffs. Oh, you absolutely did. And I Witness wrote it down, right here. put it on my old uh, my old desk there, and there it sits. You know, we, we thought they – and you know what? It penciled out. I mean, they looked like they had a great shot at it. And, you know, even when that – the critical time, and they answered it, right? When they, when they went down to USC and played – Bad. Bad. They really played bad. poorly. They, they did a no-show, and we weren't, we're prepared. They looked unprepared emotionally. And I said, man, this is, this is what you and I talked about the whole offseason. The, the talent was there. The whole thing for me was, are they going to show the internal leadership, that magic that makes them, you know, 11-1, 12-0 versus 10-2, 9-3, right? Just that this special relationship in the locker and the leadership of the players to be able to rebound from some tough moments like this. And that was such a critical moment. And, man, have they answered that. They have shown me the leadership that I was wondering if it was there, you know, for a special magical team. And they've won the big games big the way – I mean, sorry, the bad teams. They've killed them like they're supposed to. Right. They've won the critical games when Washington was given everything they got to knock them off and were still in the hunt. And they were able to win that. I mean, they've answered the call and they've shown the leadership of a very special team, one of those magical teams. And that's what I needed to see. So I I think, you know, they're on their way. Without stubbing their toe, man, they're on their way to the – the playoffs are certainly deserving of it. They really are deserving of it. But here, here's the thing that happens is there's this bias on the East Coast, right? Oh. And so you have all these these prognosticators so and experts and analysts, and and it's it's heavily favored and driven by the SEC and the and the Big Ten. And I mean, you have you have three teams in the SEC that are ahead of Utah right now. Uh, Georgia will play LSU. Georgia's four. LSU is one. Uh, that's going to happen in a couple of weeks. So one of those, you, you know, you got to have LSU in. I mean, the one thing, well, there are two things that have to happen. Okay, there's three things that have to happen. Utah has to win the rest of its yeah, games. They play two games, win out. but it's not just win. They have to win decisively. It has to be dominant performances. They cannot just eke by these two teams that aren't very good and aren't playing very good. So it rides heavily on Utah's defense, which is playing phenomenal. Right. But if Utah's defense continues to just hammer people and look that impressive. Right, so, I, I think so, it gets yes. them in. So, so that's one thing. 
The second thing is they got to play Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game and win. And they need Oregon to win all of its games the rest of the year. And and so here here's how the scenario will work out. And then there's one more, and that's Georgia has to lose. And they'll play LSU in the championship game. So LSU plays, who's number one, plays Georgia. Right. Georgia has to lose. Because <laughs> if Georgia wins, they're in, and LSU will probably not fall all the way out of Right. Out of the, as a one loss team. As a one loss team. It, it's going to be hard. You'd have two SEC it's teams. It's going to be hard for that to happen. Okay. So Georgia has to lose. The second, and, and so Utah, which, which matches up very well against Oregon and is a better football team than Oregon, right? So they have to win. So, so what you'll have is you, right now, you'll have LSU as one, Ohio State two, Clemson three, Georgia four. And you're, and it's going to end up being Oregon five and Utah six. So Oregon and Utah are going to play each other in the Pac-12 championship as five and six. Yeah. Georgia, who's four, is going to play one LSU, and so that five and six is going to move into that four spot if Georgia loses. Yeah. And that's how it's going to play out. It's it's just going to play out that way. Yeah. Now, if that's the case, okay, and that's a and that's a high probability. It's the highest likelihood. Very likely that that, that, that would happen. Probability, yeah. So now Utah is going to play LSU. And here's the question. Does an elite Utah defense, does it contain an LSU offense enough? Because their offense has been uh, pretty potent this year with Burroughs, and, and, and they've really they've shown that they're a, good, a very good football team, but they're not a great defense. They aren't a great defense. And so I really think it's a great matchup in that first round with this really good Utah defense, but their Utah's offense doesn't really get enough credit, and and I think I think they can be more than I, I think it'll be easier for Utah to score on LSU than yes. it will be LSU to score on Utah. I, you know what? And here here's I, what, I agree completely with and that. Let one. me tell you why. I think it's a good matchup. I'll tell you why. These schools don't know how to win from behind. And they're going to look at Utah, and they're going to overlook them, and they're yeah. not going to—they're not going to expect what they're going to expect, and and you see it all the time when they're behind, or all of a sudden this team is not—we're not blowing this team out, right? You start to panic, and you start getting that—you know—the you, you, coaches get uptight, and the you'll players, see the players start getting, get uptight. You'll see on sportsmanlike conduct, and you'll see turnovers, and you'll see you'll see poor execution, and you'll see all these things yeah. happen. And Utah, they they got nothing to lose, nothing in the world no. to lose, and and it's like Utah playing Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. It's that same thing, same same exact same matchup, exact thing. And I'm telling you, I am telling you, I am telling you, Utah can play in the national championship. Yeah, and and you're going to have the same scenario. It's probably who knows who it's going to be. I mean, Ohio State, Clemson, that will be a, a good matchup. It'll be a really a really good matchup. But I'm telling you. People are starting to get that Utah is for real. And, Utah and, is for real, and they're starting to get that they 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 just might end up and in I'm, the playoffs. And I like way you know the, I like the not just the player matchup, but I like the coaching matchup. I think uh, you know Scally has been just really doing a great job and has grown in that position. And Ludwig is really impressed me this year because they've just. Struggled and you know with coordinators and, and forever, where, and I'm just where, I'm, I'm really happy with them right guess now. Guess where Andy Ludwig came from? He what? he was at he was at Vanderbilt for that, two years. Yeah, 
So he knows the SEC. Yes, yes. He knows how to coach against them. He knows how to play against them. Yep. No one's actually talked about that. All right, this round of Rivals is over. He's Jason Buck. I'm Scott Mitchell. We are powered by KSLSports.com. Find us on Facebook, at the Rivals Podcast, Twitter, at the Rivals Show. I just want to know, before you sign off, are you, are you going to have me in your booth at the national championship game? Because nobody's closer to you than I am. Oh. I am your bro. Oh. I just, I just want to know. I don't have to talk. I don't have to outshine you, you know, behind the mic and take over anything. I just, I want to be your wingman. Well, I'll see what I can I just, do. You just got to, I've know, never been there. I don't know what the rules are. It's you know, a great question to ask. <laughs> just say, everybody out there, Mark's, I mean, Scott's on the spot. Yeah. He's on the spot. Let's see if he takes care of Jason in the end. Because they're going. Yeah. They're, they're going. Cinderella story. Okay, you can sign off. Man.